1: Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And unfortunately, I don't think that what I have been doing has been resonating with a lot of you, and here's why. A lot of you are still doing what you think is correct. A lot of you are still focused on the stock market. A lot of you believe that, unfortunately, the stock market is the way to go. Now, a lot of you have looked at what the stock market has done in the past week or so, and you're finally, finally to a place where you're, you're celebrating. You're, you're excited because it appears that the stock market has finally come out of its woes. It's finally put the last two-plus years of gunk behind us, and that's, that's a great feeling, isn't it? But here's the problem. That stock market, it's not going to get you retired. How do I know this? Well, I'm almost 60 years of age. I like to call myself ain't 60. That's, that's my latest phrase. When people ask me, how old are you? Al? I go, oh, I'm ain't 60. And then they kind of look at me like I've got a third eye growing out of my forehead. All right. The point I want to make is that I'm not the only person in America who's ain't 60. Everybody that I graduated high school with, just about everybody in my high school graduating class is in the same boat I'm in. There ain't 60. As a matter of fact, some of them, some of them have crossed the odometer. Some of them are 60 now. And some of them are not. But it doesn't matter what their age is because they've, they've reached that ripe old age of, what, 59 to 60 years of age? And here's the thing. When I compare myself to many of my classmates, there's, 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 a, there's a big discrepancy between me And everybody else. What am I talking about? Well, everybody that I know from my graduating class of 1982 is still working. They are still gainfully employed. They're still trading time for money. They're still focused on the so-called American dream of throwing money into their 401k or other retirement vehicle and praying that they have enough money by the time they, quote unquote, retire to live off of. Because here's what that retirement plan is all about. Throw money, we'll call it savings, throw savings into an investment account, which is really a savings account. If you look at what those investment accounts really are, they're just savings accounts with an investment component to them. If you are actually investing, you would know exactly what your dollars are buying. You would have intimate information about the companies you're invested in, but you're not. You don't. You just throw your money at a 401k. You have a financial planner out there that maybe, if you don't blow off the annual meeting, you meet with once per year. And you kind of look at what your 401k is doing, what your retirement plans are doing, and you kind of shake your head because you don't know anything different. You don't know a different vehicle to pursue. And you're praying that you have enough money by the time you retire that when you consume that money in retirement, that it doesn't run out and you're left with no money. Imagine having no money in your future life in a place called retirement and then thinking that the only thing you have to survive on is something called Social Security, which may or may not be there by the time you get to that that time of Retiring with Social Security. I mean, think about it. My classmates right now, my classmates are just at the point where some of them have turned 60. Most of them haven't turned 60. One of them, one of them I was just communicating with, she just turned 59. So so they're no closer to the minimum retirement age of 62 to start drawing Social Security than they were when they started this journey. Now they still have a couple more years to go. and And then they're wrestling with the dilemma of... Do I do I take the Social Security out at age 62 and at least I get some kind of payment or do I wait until full retirement age at age 67 and I take it out then? Or what if what if they hang that carrot in front of me and that carrot says, wait until the age of 70? If you wait until the age of 70, we'll shower even more money on you. So you're sitting back thinking, well, can I suck it up? Can I get to the age of 70? Do you really want to wait until the age of 70 to be fully retired? I I would think that the answer is no. I would think that you would want to be retired probably right about now, kind of like I am. I have been retired since the age of 55. And I didn't just stumble across retirement. Retirement became a planned, systematic approach that I used once I realized that the first time I retired, I failed. I had done it incorrectly. And because of that, I had to get back into the workforce. So when I found Lifestyles Unlimited at the age of 53, I went to work taking advantage of all the information that was shared with me to repurpose what I was doing, refocus what I was doing for investments. I killed off a bunch of so-called investments that really weren't investments for me. What do I mean by that? well, these investments weren't paying me an income stream. They, they were just there. They just had balances that were available to me. They didn't pay me any money. I couldn't use any of the money that they earned to retire myself. They were useless investments to me. Now, they went up in value a little bit, but that's all they did. They just went up in value a little bit, and they weren't getting me to a place of retirement any faster than – what I had been doing up until that point. There is a far more effective way to retire, and it's building cash flow from real estate investments. According to a 2021 study published on cnbc.com, retirement is looking less and less like a given, at least in the United States of America. Overall, 59% of Americans said they accept that they'll have to keep working longer while 36% now believe they will never have enough money to be able to retire. And that's according to data from the Natixis. Oh, I'm going to mess these guys up. Natixis global retirement index, even more roughly 41% of Americans said their ability to be financially secure in retirement is get this going to take a miracle. Yeah, so it's not Al making this up. This is just Al reporting to you the information that that I've heard. This risk, among other factors, is causing almost 75% of Americans to work past the retirement age of 67. That's the retirement age set by our government as they attempt to save for retirement. Notice I said save for retirement instead of building past the streams of income. According to a 2020 TD Ameritrade report, most Americans want to retire by the age of 67, but are they on track? And I don't think they are. I really don't. And here's why. In 2023, Vanguard, one of the largest 401k plan administrators in the country, published a report that showed how much money the average American has in retirement savings. And it's ugly. It is ugly. For for people in the 55- to 64-year bracket, the average 401k balance is only $256,000. That's average. That's, that's when you take everybody and add it all up and divide it by everybody. That's the average amount. But then when you look at the median amount, that number is much lower. It's only less than $90,000. Now, that median amount means that half or above and half or below. So what that indicates to me is that there are some people that figured out this 401k thing and they're probably going to be okay, but there's even more people that haven't figured it out and they're in trouble. According to Fidelity, you should expect to spend 55 to 80% of your current income in retirement. So for someone that's earning $100,000 per year, that means you'll spend between fifty five dollars and $80,000 each year just trying to live your lifestyle. But here's the problem. Most people's efforts are falling short with the bulk of working Americans having less than one year's income saved in their retirement accounts. That's scary. That's scary. Now think about it. I just gave you the median amount. It was less than $90,000 for people 55 to 64 years of age. That's, that's the group that my high school class is a part of. How many of you out there are making more than $90,000 per year? That should be your red star cluster going up in the air, warning you that there's a danger sign up ahead, a big, big danger sign. And here's the problem. Your efforts are falling short with the bulk of working Americans having less than one year's income saved in those retirement accounts. I can't say that often enough. That is a danger sign. Now, Clearly, the retirement model that society has taught us, which is saving our way to retirement, it's not working for many Americans. But I learned a completely different retirement model when I became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. And that retirement model simply says to invest in real estate to build passive streams of income. This path has allowed me to achieve financial freedom much faster than the path that society had taught me. And on today's show, I'm going to share the two models with you, and I'll give you an analysis of each over a 10 and, in some cases, a 20-year period. So let's start by talking about retirement model number one, the retirement model that you were taught, the retirement model that I was taught by well-intentioned people trying to help us get to a place of financial freedom. But here's the problem. Those people had never achieved financial freedom themselves, yet they're advising us on how to do it. The median household income in the United States of America as of 2022 was $74,580, and that's actually down from 2021. That's according to the United States Census Bureau. If you took a conservative approach and saved 15% of that income that would equate to $932 per month. But here's another problem for you. The vast majority of people can't and don't save 15% of their income each month. They live paycheck to paycheck with no savings at all. That's why the median retirement savings of families in the 55 to 64 year age bracket is less than $90,000 according to Vanguard. However, let's assume you can save 15% of your income. In 10 years, how much savings would you have? If you followed retirement model number one, how much money would you have in 25 years if you followed retirement model number one? Well, according to historical records, the long-term S&P return since its inception in 1928 through 2023 is 12.15 percent 12.15 percent yeah i did the math for you but here's the problem the average inflation for the same period of time has been about 3.1 percent so when you adjust for inflation the historical average return of the s&p 500 is only nine percent so at the end of 10 years if you had saved that 932 dollars per month and you received a nine percent return on your investment, you'll have saved about $196,000. At the end of 13 years, works out to be about $291,000. But get this, it'll take you 25 years to save a million bucks. And there's a problem. When we come back from the break, I'll share it with you. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at
0: 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next.
1: You allowed 15,000 members into your sandbox. Thank
0: you.
1: And so that speaks volumes, so for that, and as a family. So you
0: know why I did that? Everybody always asks, why did you do this? Because I was an ugly kid. My parents used to have to put a pork chop around my neck so the dog would play with me. And so I always wanted to have friends. And I figured if I could make people rich, they might be my friends.
1: Join <laughs> Dell and his successful friends. Start with the free online workshop. Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com.
0: Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
1: Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. But I'm cautioning you against what you're doing for retirement, because what I think you're doing for retirement is setting you up for failure. And I know this to be a fact, because I'm looking at many, many people that are a part of my high school graduating class, and they're getting ready to walk into a season of their life where they're going to be financially unprepared. And here's why they've been saving their way to retirement. They've been doing what conventional wisdom told them to do. They've been doing what society told them to do. They've been doing what well intentioned people that have not achieved financial freedom have told them to do. They're stuffing money into a glorified savings account. We call it an investment account, but it's not really an investment account because if you were really investing, you would know exactly what you're investing in, but most of you have no idea what you're investing in. Now, some of you would say, but Al, I've got mutual funds. I know exactly what I'm invested in. And I would would just quickly respond and I would say, okay, name off the top 10 performers in that mutual fund and you would be lost. You would have no idea what I'm talking about because you really don't know what you're invested in. You're you're probably investing in companies that have a different corporate mindset than your own personal mindset. Maybe they invest dollars in societal things that you don't agree with. Have you ever thought about that? Yeah. But when you invest in real estate, you're investing in a tangible asset that you control 100% completely. And you control where the money goes. The profits that you make do not have to go into into a retirement savings account. The profits that you make can go into your own wallet. This is the difference between what you're doing now and what you should be doing now. Now, before we went to the break, I was talking to you about how much money could be in your 401k, right? And what I mentioned was that if you were investing in the stock market, and I'm just going to use the S&P 500 as, as my baseline of information. The S&P 500 has returned on average 12.15% since its inception in 1928. The average inflation rate for the same period of time has been about 3.1%. So when you adjust for inflation, the historical annual return of the S&P 500 works out to be about 9%. So at the end of 10 years, if you had put $932 or approximately 15% of my imaginary income for you away, you would have amassed about $196,000 at the end of 10 years. At the end of 13 years, you'll have amassed approximately So things are looking up, right? So how long does it take for you to get to $1 million in savings? After all, that's that's that psychological barrier, right? Everybody wants to become a millionaire, right? Okay, doing it the way you're doing it should take you about 25 years to save a million dollars. But get this, because of inflation, that $1 million is only worth $543,000 in today's dollars, meaning that you would have the same buying power with a million dollars in 25 years as you do today with $543,000. So are you really a millionaire? Well, on, on, on the surface, yeah, you'd be a millionaire, but that, that millions of dollars, that million dollars that you have, it doesn't buy you as much as you would think it might buy you in 25 years. Now, if, if you retire and start living on those savings, in other words, the money from the principal portion of your retirement account, you bring pray you die before you run out of money into effect. In today's money, pulling out the equivalent of $55,000 a year to live on equates to less than 10 years worth of savings. What if you live longer? Where are the golden years for enjoying travel, grandchildren, doing what you want when you want, it's kind of evaporating in your mind, isn't it? The traditional retirement age in the United States, effective today per the United States government, is 67 years of age. I mean, that's what I was taught. It doesn't leave a lot of time to enjoy retirement when the average life of expectancy in the United States, and I looked it up today, is a little over 79 years of age. So how does this, this second retirement model, this building passive income model work? Well, investing in real estate allows you to retire and enjoy your life. To illustrate how real estate investing works, you know, if you take $932 a month and you put it away, and that 932 represents 15% of the average income that Americans make, that's where I got the money from, $932 set aside and you do nothing with it. You can put it in a savings account if you want, just don't put it in one of those retirement accounts. I want you to save nine thirty-two dollars a month for 27 months. It's going to take you two and a quarter years. But after 27 months, you will have amassed $25,000. And what I want you to do with that $25,000 is I want you to buy your first real estate asset. And when you put that property back on the market as clean functional workforce housing, that thing is going to pay you a monthly income stream of about $300 per month. A monthly cash flow of about $300. You save it up. And with that savings of 932 and the $300 that you're making on that that rental property, you're gonna have a combined savings of $1,232. It's gonna take you less than two years to save up enough money to buy house number two. House number three comes at 16 months. House number four comes at 14 months. By the time you're ready to buy house number five, you've now only required a year of savings to save up that money. What I'm getting at is you are investing and reinvesting capital that you earn from an asset or multiple assets back into your business. By doing so, in 11 years, you will own 10 rental houses. And assuming that you capture equity of $25,000 per house, you'll have gained $250,000 in equity. And you'll also have about $3,600 a month in cash flow. This is your monthly passive income that works out to be well over $36,000 per year. In 11 years, what would your finances look like if you did retirement model number one? Well, you'd you know, at a 9% growth rate, you'd have about $200,000 in the stock market, but you'd have absolutely no passive income. Well, if you continue to invest in real estate for just four more years, you'll have 20 rental houses. This is how it works in real estate. You'll own 20 rental houses and you'll do it in less than 15 years. Now, assuming an equity capture of $25,000 per house you will have gained an additional $250,000 in equity. So when you add that $250,000 in additional equity to the $250,000 in equity that you captured from the first 10 houses, that's $500,000 added to your net worth. And you're gonna have cash flow of almost $7,000 a month. That cash flow represents an $83,000 a year income in passive income, and here's the thing you don't know. That $83,000 in income is protected by the depreciation that the real estate casts off, something the IRS makes you take. And as a result of that, you're not really paying any taxes on that $83,000. So you think about it. After 15 years, what would your finances look like if you did it the way everybody told you to do? Saving $932 a month and investing in that 401k. Well... You'd have about $450,000 in savings and no monthly passive income. So it should be obvious from the comparison between these two retirement models that building wealth with real estate is much more effective, much more effective. So how would, how would your life be different at the end of those 14 years? I mean, think about it. You could be retired at the end of 14 years. Now, some of you are yelling at the radio, but Al. We've, we've heard, we've heard the, the tagline from Lifestyles Unlimited, retire in five years or less. Well, you can retire in five years or less doing exactly what I've taught you on today's radio show. But today's radio show was geared specifically for somebody who starts with nothing, who, who can put away $932 a month, and that's about all they can put away. They've never saved up to that point. What I've explained to you is the slow path to getting yourself retired. And some people have to follow that path just because of the situation that they're in in their life. It's just the way it is. But not everybody is in that same situation. Many of you have money in your 401k. Many of you have money in your IRA. And I am suggesting to you that you should tap into those vehicles and take the money out of those vehicles because real estate is poised to produce way more income streams for you than what you're currently doing. As a matter of fact, if you take a step back and and you do the math and you say, okay, if it takes me 20 houses, 20 houses to retire myself, and I need $25,000 per house I would need $500,000. How much is in that 401k? What's your balance? Now, some of you, some of you, you're not quite to $500,000. You're, you're a little ways away. But that's still a investment stake that is much bigger than somebody who has no money. You could get yourself retired pretty quickly. It's going to take you a couple of years, but you'll get it done. If you have over $500,000 available to you, in your 401k or your IRA, what I'm suggesting to you is that you could repurpose that money into real estate. And when you do it correctly, you could get yourself retired in about a year or two. That's about how long it will take you to take down about 20 different single family residences. It'll take you about two years to get it done. Now, some of you, some of you can work much faster. Maybe you can get it done in a year and a half, possibly A year. But why why go so fast? Well, you go so fast because you want the results that you have learned you can obtain. So you go a little bit faster. Others, you're more cautious. You want to make sure everything is correct. You want to make sure all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. You want to make sure everything's correct. So a 20-house inventory, you're fine with getting that done in two years. And if you got it done in two years, you would get yourself to a place of retirement. Now get this in two years. Yeah. Now some of you, some of you, you're going to need more than 20 houses. Not a problem. Just take some more time. Remember, we want you to get to a place of retirement in five years or less. Not everybody can get it done in five years, but many people can. And many people have money in different places that they call retirement investment vehicles that are not really retirement investment vehicles. What they really are, are glorified savings accounts. Your IRA, your 401k, those those accounts that you have for your kids to go to school with? What if you you took all the money in those education accounts and instead of giving all the money to the child so that they can go party in college for four or five years and maybe earn a degree and then be imprinted with a value system that's not necessarily agreeable to the value system that you imprinted your kids with? What if you took that money instead and you allowed your child to become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, and they use that money to buy themselves a place of retirement in the next one to two years. And then all of a sudden, at the age of, well, they're not even old enough to drink, right? Before they hit the age of 21, they have retired themselves, and they're making three or $4,000 a month in passive income. Can you imagine what their lives would be like if they didn't have to go to work and trade time for money the way you and I have had to do it in our lives because that's the way we were conditioned to think. All I'm trying to do today is to get you to find a different way of thinking through the problem. Real estate is uniquely positioned to help everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody retire in five years or less. If you want to do what I'm doing, You want to do what the countless members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going.